0: This episode of Pod of the Damned is rated S for spoilers. You've been warned.
1: Hello? Hello?
2: Who is this?
0: you tell me your name, I'll tell you mine.
2: <laughs> I don't think so.
0: What's that noise? Popcorn. You making popcorn? Well,
2: I'm getting ready to watch a video.
0: Really? What?
2: i just some scary movie.
0: You like
2: scary movies? Uh-huh. You never told me your name.
0: Why do you want to know my name?
2: I want to know who I'm
1: looking at. Get of me! This is the one you've been waiting for. It all began with a scream over 911.
0: You've had some scary dreams, okay? Help! Daddy can't help you now. There's something inside. What's happening to me? Your psychokinesis and these delusions are... No, you're hard. not listening to me! him. You're not afraid of him. He doesn't even
1: exist. like scary movies. What's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act. She's always running up the stairs and she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Okay, you big
0: hunk of a man. Come and get me. Jason <laughs> is back. <laughs> My
1: children now. Goes the neighborhood.
2: (laughs) Never, ever, ever under any circumstances say, I'll be
0: right back. Because you won't be back. Get another beer, you want one? Yeah, sure. I'll be right back. Hey, everybody, welcome to Pot of the Damned. We are so excited because we are talking slashes this week. Wait, hang on, I'm gonna start again just because I said week and not day. No, I'll just keep going. I'll just I won't even edit that. This day, <laughs> you know what? This is where the confusion is happening for my mind because we are now recording this when we're already live and it's a whole thing the podcasts are out, we're just excited and screaming and and slashes is my jam on every level. <laughs> by, the hey way, too. by the way, hi I'm Jean. Hi, I'm M. And I'm sure am. Yeah, my parents are going to be so mad at me.
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is honestly, I had no idea how much I needed. Thank you, Em, for organizing the order of the way in which we do these movies and themes in the podcast. Having yeah, slashes. So oh my God, having slashes now. In this spot it was so needed especially during our lockdown that we're currently they're instead.
1: so they're so camp and silly and you know there's something um very comforting about a formulaic film mm-hmm. you know like it's just knowing what, what knowing what you're in for and i think slashes I think slashes by their nature, I think some some of the original slashes that, um, well, if you want to talk about the original, original, that's conversation for perhaps another episode. But some of the slashes from the 70s, you know, I think were very um, serious and legitimately scary, but they very quickly evolved into something that was very um oftentimes super camp sometimes so out- much yeah sometimes outright ridiculous like a, a, almost like a, a comedy horror mm-hmm. um and it's it's yeah it's a lot of fun it's and yeah it's so one nice to be talking I about love, these films
0: one of the things i love about these films when you actually search the internet is people are like is it sarcastic or is it not like mm-hmm. i'm not 100% mm-hmm. sure and that's part of the beauty where it's and and as we all know the first episode of our podcast is now officially out. In fact, so is the second. Mm-hmm. And as we all know, I I love camp horror. For me, camp no. horror is, is my For those jam. who
1: don't know, Dean is gay. Oh, I he love it. I'm he like, doesn't mean I'm
2: like camp blood horror. He means camp horror. I mean, camp.
0: I'm a big <laughs> Woolly Wooster, in case you didn't realize. <laughs> I think
1: you need to age another maybe two. Fifteen years before you can take and, on status, yeah, and wear a cravat and yeah.
0: yeah. Hey, I already have and a, a smoking privat, jacket.
1: Yeah, you're just well, you're getting I'm, ready. You're leaning into it.
0: I'm leaning into it in a massive way, and you know what? <laughs> and slashes as the films to watch. I couldn't couldn't be happier mm-hmm, with, yeah. with this. It it just made my weekend meet week. Sorry, because I've watched them all during the week. It made it so good. <laughs>
1: They're just fun. But they're just my, fun.
0: Like, this is my, if I
2: go to a horror movie, my first choice is always a slasher. I mm. think there's just something about them that they're fun. There's always mm. something, especially once you get sort of deep into the sequels of a lot of them, It's there's a lot of laughs to have and there's you're more rooting for the the killer rather than the people there. Like, you want Jason and Freddy and Michael Myers to kill people and you want to see how elaborate these kills are. Absolutely. So it's a bit more fun. It's not like you're watching something like, say, a hostel where it's like, I don't want to watch these people die because it looks real.
0: Mm-hmm. I want to watch
2: someone, yeah. you know, get smashed up against a tree while they're in a sleeping bag or, you know, all that sort of fun stuff. So I
0: know,
1: fun I, is yeah. exactly
0: right. Fun I was just going to say,
1: I know exactly what you mean. Like, because I, uh, you know, I, I do enjoy horror that's... Um, that's dark. Like I'm thinking films like hereditary and things that are like, oh, like actually really scare you and they're quite dark. But I also love um what I call like fun scary films. And yeah. and I think um I think slashes really fall into that category. Like it's yeah. it, it's a fun scary. So for me, it just depends Absolutely. what mood I'm in. But like the fun scary is definitely something that's and- yeah.
2: The the hereditary stuff like that you you kind of need to be in a headspace and a mood for. Mm. Like oh, I, yeah, you do. I, I think I said I think I, I said it that you know hereditary is a movie that I've seen I don't know if I'll watch it again.
0: Mm.
2: But yep. whereas like one the probably the three movies we're going to talk about today I have seen probably more than 5 times
0: each. Mm. Really? Well, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. One of well, them I've watched multiple times but I love that even before we dive into it I love one of these films I've watched multiple times actually. Two of them I've watched multiple times. One I can never get enough of and one I've watched. And what I laugh about is I only ever remember certain things and I never remember the rest of the film. So every <laughs> single time it surprises mm. me. But I guess when we get into the films, that'll make a bit more sense to everyone. Well,
1: else. we should Sh- on that should note, we dive in? jump into our first film and I've already forgotten who's going first. I know it's not me, so I'm just going to sit back. Well,
2: it's not. I think this is <laughs> Dean. I think it was me. I My think it's people. Dean. Yeah. Okay.
0: So,
1: so our, our first yeah, one. In-
0: in doing yeah, I slashes, I went hella gay, <laughs> um, and uh, for anyone who knows queer cinema, it's one of those ones that wasn't intended, but has been one that's discussed and talked about like crazy for ages. So I got my Freddie on with Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2, the gayest of the franchise. Freddie's gay revenge. Freddie's gay revenge. <laughs> Freddie's <laughs> absolutely, Freddie's gay revenge. Look, look,
2: we could have covered this for queer
0: horror. We really could. Mm. Like. Oh yeah. <laughs> but, well, we so actually we'll go... talked about it, didn't we? We well, I talked think we about do. it in one of our episodes. Mm, we do. Yeah, we know, do. I, my head's a mess because I'm going back <laughs> and editing. I know. We're
1: time travelers. <laughs> I'm just yeah. gonna. I'm
2: gonna read the I am debit. I'm just gonna slip gay in there, which yeah, sounds like one of those titles.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> so it's a teenage boy is haunted in his dreams by deceased child murderer Freddy Krueger who is out to possess him in order to continue his gay reign of gay terror in the
0: gay real world. <laughs> yep.
1: That sounds about right. No,
0: wait. That, the gay's not really there. No. You're
1: no. There. <laughs> but it should be, film, though.
0: It could be. Yeah,
1: very oh much Oh, so. my God. Yeah, it totally could now be. Now, with,
2: with this one, too, in that, when, when you've watched this film, I will say it now. I'll say it up front so we can just get into the movie later. But when you've seen this, then you need to go and watch the documentary Scream Queen about I still haven't uh, watched it. Ah, Mark yeah, that's Patton. still on my so list. Yeah, the, the young man who plays Jesse in this film. And the more, like, the stuff that he went through after making this film is scarier than the actual movie. The, oh. he, well, his I mean, the not very
0: scary. What no. You know? but,
2: <laughs> the, but I don't want to spoil it because you got to watch the movie. you got to watch it to... It's a, you it's know a fascinating story in a sad way mm. and just the way he comes to terms with what he what he was making this movie and mm. the stuff that happens to him later on down the track okay. it's it's fascinating but it's also you'll be sad for him as yeah, well. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's on my I'm list. Gonna, I'm going to have a
0: watch of that. Maybe I'll watch that tonight, I reckon. Mm. Um, that might be my watching tonight.
1: Yeah. I'll well, I will that. say that I hadn't seen this film before. So I was and, and oh, when wow. we Well, no, because I we have um, as god I, I really do need to do a little time travel jump in my head as our listeners will know in a previous episode we talked about the fact that I haven't seen this and you guys were both shocked that I hadn't seen it I think because I don't know because it's super gay and it's Freddie I don't know but you guys were shocked that I hadn't seen it so I was watching it was the first time and for, at, 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 in the beginning just watching it, I was like oh okay I'm thinking they said it's gay, but, like, I don't know. I mean, it's a slasher. It seems camp so far. And then it gets to certain scenes and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, okay, exactly. okay. I understand mm-hmm. now. I understand. And this, this is, is not thing. even subtle. This is no. This is so gay. Um, and the so
0: gay films are the ones that I remember. And then I'm watching the film and there's all this other stuff that I completely forget. Like the ending, and not just the ending, ending, But the ending of how it gets resolved and everything, I'm like, I forgot about, I forget about everything because those-
1: I can't blame you for forgetting. I mean, there is literally like a gym coach that gets his leather, shitty quality leather harness on. As we've
2: we've talked yeah
1: gets tied up in the showers and whipped on the butt with a towel. Of course you don't remember so, anything else. It's the gayest thing. It's it, gay it and cruising. Is, like, it's gay on. and cruising. Yeah. It's crazy
0: <laughs> that, I mean, I just, and they make a joke about the teacher being gay and all this yeah. different stuff. And it was just like, no self-respecting person in a harness is going to complain about whipping, point number one. <laughs> point number two, you don't wear a harness like that. Like mm. that's that's, you don't wear a harness loose, over mm. a sleeveless tank top, like I'm just—it's yep. not okay. Yep. But also, yep. that was bad quality leather. It, it wasn't did it so in chit. the right way. It was just so like you, you didn't have to go. I was very upset about that.
1: I think um, maybe that's why he was being punished ultimately because it was just—it's yeah, it's I a crime against the club scene. Begin. Like don't I,
0: just there don't. are so many ways I could go to the point that I want I want shorty to stop because my brain is exploding with <laughs> so much gayness about this film. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Look, this is up until a point this was my least watched of the freddy movies only because and not be, it's more because there's barely any freddy in it like for a freddy movie there's not a whole lot of freddy it's true movies.
1: there's not a lot of freddy in it
2: so three out of the whole series you know one is one one is the masterpiece of mm. news. my favorite is freddy i've three.
1: never
0: seen one by the way i've oh,
1: never seen what? one one was I've the seen... one was the only one i'd seen is the only uh, was the only one i've, I've I'd seen i've seen from
0: 2 is, which one's the one with the pizza uh Four or five. Yeah, that one I've watched. Two and yep. whichever one with the pizza. I've i watched that repeatedly.
2: And three is the Dream Warriors, the one where um, they all have their special powers in their dreams and stuff, which is my favourite one. Oh. But the so more cool I idea. watch this one, the more, like, if you took Freddy out of this movie, it, well, it almost can. becomes That's a the problem. Yeah, but it mm. almost becomes like a guy struggling. I don't know whether I'm reading too much into it, but it's a guy struggling to come out.
1: No, I don't think you're reading too much into it at all. Mm. Like that was my take on it. Reading this, I was like, oh, wow, like this – this film is just like a straight up metaphor for like yeah. the horror of coming out and how and how terrifying that is and and how he's confronting this the other monster
2: s- inside exactly
1: him. this other side of himself and to the point which, that which I... the
2: monster inside me is another covered title yeah oh, absolutely
1: <laughs> and but I love that that I love that like that's the metaphor in the film but because it's a slasher film it, it there's one scene where that becomes literal Freddy is inside yeah. of someone crawling out I'm like mm-hmm. of course. <laughs> Um, now I, I, we,
0: I haven't watched that Jocko, but does this get touched on in this way in the Docco? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, 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 right. Okay. Okay. And he and he gets a lot of I, I'll spoil a little bit of it. He
2: gets a lot of um, cops a lot of shit about it as well about people saying, "Oh, you've gayed up, Freddie. and he. No, oh, well,
1: there's no. N- what a surprise.
2: And he, but also oh, well, then the writer throws him under the bus because he says, Well, this was all in the script. And the writer throws him under the bus saying, None of this was in my script. Right. You and the director, you guys gated up. Oh and my God. the movie pretty much finishes with him confronting the writer about it and the conversation. So it's interesting. Yeah. It's really okay, interesting. So I'm not going to say any more mm. because it's, it's the journey as well. Yeah. I, just, I'm going to watch it film tonight, World.
0: I think. After watching the film this week, I am going to watch it tonight. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's really interesting. Because something but, I
1: thought watching this, and I didn't know whether this was actually reading too, too much into it because I (laughs) I was sort of watching it and I was like, okay, this feels like a metaphor. And then I thought, actually, is this a metaphor in... In a a bad way Like this is This The idea being that You know Being gay is something horrific And I did a little bit of research And I was like This movie was literally Released at the peak Of the Mm AIDS, Age Uh, Yeah Yeah Because being the nerd I am I made a point of like I actually went and looked All of this stuff up Because I was like Wait am I reading into this Or is this and I thought, no, this actually came out right at that time yeah. when there was a lot of fear and misinformation and cultural angst. And I, this I just I makes me can't wait for you guys to watch this... the doco now. Yeah, it's just the This way is what's you're interesting well gets covered about in the, the doco teacher, as well. Right.
0: This is what's interesting about the teacher bit and everything, like it's mm. just it's 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 choices that were made in such a way. Mm. It's just beyond confusing to my brain. But also the casting of I just want to touch on. The mother and the father is some kind of video music clip casting. Like you
2: guys recognize like the dad, right?
1: He was vaguely familiar.
0: He's the guy who's the
2: rabid weasels guy from Return of the Living Dead.
1: Okay, okay, I realize <laughs>
2: same that. actor. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. But you know what? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, you yeah. know what?
0: What confused me is that he called the mum mother at the start, and she looked so much older than him that I assumed she was the cool grandmother, oh. and then was completely <laughs> confused. Yep. When she was the mother, because I was like, "Wait, what?" But he called it. It's just like he called her mother. It's just yeah. Anyway, anyway, the, the usual shit that drives me crazy. And, and we, we haven't like, even touched on the the dancing scene. No, and that's <laughs> the dancing or the exploding birds.
1: Oh my god! I was just like, "What? Like what?" I, I, I don't. I don't have words. I'm like, yeah, that's. But, ways there's to- so
0: many things to this film in so many different ways. The ending confuses me the most because what? But also (laughs) the the, the actress at the end that gets her moment. Like I kept trying to figure out why they were focusing on her in the way they were. She'd always be in between a shot. She'd always be overacting. She literally dresses like Minnie Mouse in one of the scenes at school. (laughs) And I was beyond confused. And then at the end, I mean, our spoilers are on, when Freddie's hand comes out of her chest, It's like, oh, she obviously knew that this is what was happening and this is what, like, it's so confusing that this is how it all got put together. But also confusing for me because I'm like, after the first Freddy film, how did you go to this when it's Mm -hmm. barely about Freddy? How is this one of the things?
1: Yeah, Yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah, you're right, actually. For for the first sequel, it's It's really interesting um, that they went to this. You would sort of expect this for a... Maybe a fourth or fifth movie and in I think the franchise? That's why it's or even so, third um, if
2: you're the Scream
1: mm-hmm. franchise,
0: you know. Well, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think this is why it's so um I think back in the eighties and nineties, this one wasn't looked very fondly upon by Freddy fans because it's mm. it's there's barely any Freddie in it. Mm. It's not really a nightmare on Elm Street story, it's more about Jesse than anybody else.
1: Yeah, it yeah. is, yeah. And
2: and then I think that's why, but then after you hear about the story of the actor who played Jesse and things and it came out later on to use it you know a phrase um it it's a lot more like i think i don't think it's a good movie but i think it's a fascinating movie Mm. in that you know like and like you know the director the the write-up had to have put a lot of that stuff in there because as a director you can make choices yeah but but not that much but come on (laughs) i agree
1: i agree there's there's that that's not that's not just direction that's Mm. A lot, a lot is written into that. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Really, really interesting movie, and you know, it was exciting for me to watch another Freddy movie because I know it's such a massive franchise. You've got to watch I'd, them
2: all. You have to.
1: Well, I'd only seen the original, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna, you know, gonna get into another Freddy movie." Um, so that was that was good, and the same can be said for another movie we're going to talk about where I only watched one, and I was well, like, "Okay, so now I watched another."
2: Dean, have you seen New Nightmare? What's, uh, Which is the last it. the last Freddie one, before Freddie versus Jason. You need to tell me something that happens in it. Uh, it's the one that's set in the real world. Something more. Uh, <laughs> well, it's, it's literally Heather Langenkamp, who plays Nancy in the first and third ones, playing herself as an actress in the real world, and okay. she's being stalked yeah. Ooh, by Freddie in I the have real it. world. I haven't. Okay. Now I you guys need to watch okay, that. I, that I want to watch that. I'd love to do an episode where we cover meta films. Because Uh, like movies that film in film or you know uh, real world because this is
1: yeah I think I just wet myself a little bit with excitement like (laughs) that is so that is so no this is not a fear we this this is a I was gonna say something but I'm like no that's too that's too R rated (laughs) something Uh, happened that was more exciting than Mm. uh,
0: a fear we Um, I'm very down for that you know I mean new nightmare. I'm sure we've mentioned it as we keep on going. We are going to keep on going with the podcast, just not every day, um, <laughs> but because we we are enjoying doing this immensely, but also t- picking these kind of themes or something and watching some films and having a talk about it is going to be really awesome. But that is one as well that I absolutely now have to watch. Yeah. But yeah, as this one always just, I know it was my pick and I picked it because it's that gay one. And I love that Em hadn't seen it. And I understand as well, as much as we go, Shori and I were like, surely M must have watched it because Em studies mm. pop culture, but you'd probably have more of a lean towards um, females or, or a well, different it's, no, a it's not only
1: that. I think, I think sometimes it's so funny. Like I get this, uh, this happens to me quite a bit because I, for, for those for our listeners who are not aware yet, and by this point you probably are, I, I did my my undergrad, my postgrad, everything in in popular studies. Wait, you're a studies. woman? I, I do, because <laughs> we always say... <laughs> In um in popular culture studies and fan studies and media studies. So all this stuff is, is my bag. And sometimes when I haven't seen something that's like, you know, a re- either a really seminal text or really well-known because of its queer themes or it's these things or whatever. Seminal a cupboard title. People, yeah, exactly. People are like, I knew that was coming. But people are Another like, cupboard title. oh, but I thought... <laughs> People be like, oh, but I thought, you know, but I thought that you studied popular culture. And I'm like, dude, that doesn't mean I've seen everything. <laughs> like, do you realise how, how you. broad popular mm. culture is? So, yep. yeah, no, I hadn't seen the second <laughs> Freddy movie, um, but I have now. Uh, hence
2: known as the gay Freddy movie. Come yes, on, we're not calling it Freddie yes. 2. It's Freddie gay.
1: Yeah, Freddie gay. Really Freddie goes gay. Um, <laughs> but, no, I, I really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> that, your reaction was great That was great That was very good was very I, w- I wish that the listeners could have seen that It was like a whole dramatic like Well, I mean, back. since, since we are recording
0: on Zoom I'll be able to make a little video The craziness oh gosh, for everyone yes. I, uh, In part Pardon. of explanation is I'm, <laughs> While we're doing this, I've got a drag gig Later on this arvo <laughs> that Just I'm as if this week. episode
1: wasn't gay enough Dean was like, yeah. I'm getting gayed like up I'm my drag.
0: drag face as we yeah. record So it's crazy and good and fun. Anyway, yeah, look, it's, I mean, I I don't think there's anything more to say. It's just the weirdest film and (laughs) I love homoerotic things, but this Mm. just confused me.
1: Yes, I agree with, I I share that sentiment, all of that, yeah. Mm.
0: The other thing I just want to say before we step off into our next film that I thought is always hilarious is the pool party that the character is having. (laughs) Mm. The character who... Can only be described, and also the heroine of that film is a young Meryl Streep. Like, what a beautiful, beautiful woman! And um, is is backing up the wrong tree. Well, she Mm. is doing all this work, and we haven't focused on her at all. So she's the point, the focal character, and it's just ridiculous. But then we're at the pool party at her house, and everyone's just. Chilling, and I'm like, what age are these kids that this would be that pool party? One kid Mm. jumps in the pool, and the dad's like, now come on. And then when the mum gets, when the mum goes and takes the dad in, and it's that whole atypical thing, and they're in bed, and I'm like, are they gonna bonk? Like, is that what's gonna happen? (laughs) They did get that kind of vibe, actually. I was like, I thought she was like, oh, all right, honey, the director went something for the straighties. Well,
1: because they both just, they both pulled out a shot of whiskey and kind of like, did a cheers, and and I was was like, are we getting (laughs) this? And then,
0: turn out the lights.
1: I mean, yeah. and then they'd crank the music up. like Crack the
0: music. And I'm like, you are all doing parties wrong. Like, yeah. it's so <laughs> confusing to me. And
1: also they totally could have bonked because the music was so loud none of the kids would have heard it. Exactly. Like, perfect, it was weird. Perfect but opportunity. I love.
0: A shot of whiskey to get hysterical. you in the mood. And- but also the craziness mm-hmm. that people with a pool also have, like, cabanas for changing oh, yeah. and thing. I was like, what kind of money do the people have on Elm Street to have this kind of a backup?
1: Isn't that such a such an eighties thing? Like if you had a pool, you'd have a cabana and you'd have like yeah. a is it called cabana or cabana? Is cabana just the deli meat?
0: I think isn't cabana a the both. meat and cabana a cabana. <laughs> cabana for meat.
1: Well you know what? Cabana was also big in the eighties. So people in pools probably had a cabana and cabana. <laughs> With with tasty cheese in little in little squares oh, okay, okay. <laughs> and pickled <onion, laughs> yeah. green yes, yes, and and, the, and the Savoy crackers like we need yep. to go Ooh. back no the Ritz crackers oh, no I mean, Savoy's, yes.
0: Savoy's, we're not getting all right I'm not I'm not <laughs> getting into an argument about this because I do it too often Savoy's is life not Jats Savoy's is
1: life I mean I don't have as <laughs> strong a, Victoria, I don't have as strong as opinion as you clearly do on this very important topic okay. but. I do think that the Savoy-style cracker with tasty cheese and cabana is, like, is, like, is, yeah, is the ultimate uh, pre-dinner snack. We need to go back to 80s and 90s appetizers because this fancy brie (laughs) is good, but it's (laughs) it's no cabana and tasty cheese. Anyway, we digress.
2: Speaking of cheesy.
1: Speaking of cheesy. There we go. (laughs) There we go.
2: So we'll, we should move on to our next film, which uh, was my choice. I'm mm-hmm. literally wearing a T-shirt with the yeah. poster emblazoned on it, which is not the only horror shirt I have. I really should up my game. Wow. Yeah, how? Oh, yeah. I, I have a wife who tells me that she will disown me if I have too many horror T-shirts. No. <laughs> this, is not, this is why I'm not in relationships. Experiences like this. <laughs> so my choice uh, is Friday the 13th Part 7. The new blood, um, which I'll give the IMDB, then I'll go into before. more.
0: I'll go into and my just, story about this film as well. Casey, I, I just want to quickly yeah. say uh, before you do the IMDB, I had never seen this before, and I just want to say, sorry, thank you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, this is uh, years after Tommy Jarvis chained him underwater at Camp Crystal Lake, which we get in the uh, start, we get all the flashbacks. The dormant Jason Voorhees is accidentally released oh. from his prison by a telekinetic teenager. Now only she can stop him. Okay. So this was oh, the yes. first Friday the Thirteenth movie I ever saw.
1: Oh, That's so good! Wow. Okay. And
2: that is because I taped it off Channel Ten at about 3 o'clock in the morning nice, and nice. had on a VHS tape that I pretty much wore out watching this movie. Mm-hmm. And so this is, I love, the, the Friday the 13th series is my series. The, yep, these okay. are, Jason is my guy. Like, people have their Freddy or Michael. Jason is my dude.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And But this one, I, I reckon I've seen it at least a dozen times.
1: Wow. I can, can, I I can watch this, this movie every week.
2: I love it's it. It's
1: fantastic. It, it is, is a, so much fun. It was a really fun film. I have to admit, like, I was so oh my god so I just I don't even know where to start I started watching it and I was already laughing within the first like five minutes at the at what what I can only describe as the previously on Friday the 13th which is how it opens I was like this is incredible and watching so watching the because it went through a couple of the films Mm -hmm. in terms of how he dies and I think a lot of our listeners will be aware that one of the tropes of like these these sort of seventies um, and eighties slashes is that they're the killer is notoriously difficult to kill yep. and people try to kill him and sometimes actually do kill him um, or her and they, they end up coming back somehow. And this goes through at the start some of the ways that he's died and been and brought back it. at the end. It was, I was just like, i you fucking kidding me. Like, it's so much I, fun. I was telling Vaughn, she came back into the room, she could hear me laughing from her bedroom and she was like, oh, my God, didn't you just put it on? I was like, yes. She came back <laughs> and I was like, okay, this guy was straight up dead in a <laughs> grave with a yeah. Yeah. tombstone and yeah. lightning struck and him tommy and tommy jarvis to puts
2: the puts the thing in his chest to stab works. him oh and it, my it shocks God. him back to life i was
1: and just and then yeah okay so i'm trying to explain to elren bond last night how that and then how he how he was killed in the last film which was a guy put like a chain around his neck and threw him in a lake with a rock at the hey, bottom let's, so he let's give
2: credit that's tommy jarvis he's okay. one of the only carrying over characters from Okay, four, cool. five, and six. He's the only, besides Jason, he's the only one who comes back for more than, say, it's two movies. Bright. brilliant.
1: And, like, when I was explaining how he comes back to life in this film, it I'm describing it to them, and it sounds like I'm describing a Monty Python sketch. They're like, <laughs> yeah, what
0: the hell? Yeah, and I was yeah. like, I know, it's amazing.
1: <laughs> like, this was amazingly ridiculous and yeah. just, uh, 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 like, the kind of movie that i i sit there and watch it and i like i do what i call like i i sass the movie as i'm watching it yeah but like it, it, it's like pure joy like i love yeah, it's the perfect a movie for it and commenting like yeah. that um I this was i like i have thoughts i have so many thoughts right watching this and this is like a bit of a a nerd out moment for me but I was text, texting you guys about this. Watching this made me think about how these slasher films that that, that become they become bigger than they become something bigger than what they were ever intended mm-hmm. to be, right? Because they have like ten 100%. million sequels, and because they go for so long. Like the first one was in the seventies, and and um, Jason, I don't I don't know what decade the most recent one.
2: Was in. But I know um, the it, last one we got was the remake, which was. Or is it in space shit. now? I don't
0: know.
1: Jason well,
2: X was the early two thousands, and that's in space, and that's that, another one that I have that, a that last I blows my freaking before. mind,
1: and I'm going to watch that. <sighs> um, but yeah, I know that it it has spanned decades, and what happens, I think, when these franchises span decades is that they go through every. Not every, but multiple iterations of different styles of horror, right? Because you see them go through the decades. You get the '80s films that are all ridiculous and funny. You get the '90s films that start to become a little bit more paranoid and a little bit more um, something else. And then you get the 2000s where they try to get really serious and scary again, and and overly violent. All yeah, exactly. All this kind of thing, which is so fascinating because it means that the the mythos of like the Jason franchise it, it becomes this whole meta narrative that mm. is so fascinating to watch it grow and for me from a media Great. studies perspective I'm just like ah, oh, this is amazing <laughs> and also just watching this ridiculous film was just it was just so Everything. much fun I was like this is so ridiculous and fun
2: this is and a good <laughs> a good watch with friends like when we, yeah. talk, we talk about when we talk about the next movie there's a scene in that where everyone's sitting around watching a movie and this yeah. is the sort of film that you could chuck on with friends and you'll all laugh and totally. wince at stuff. 100%. And So this is also one of the big ones in the Friday the 13th Pantheon because it's the first one where Kane Hodder plays Jason. And Kane Hodder is known oh. for playing Jason. So he didn't come into the 7th, oh, oh, really? but he played him for 7, 8, 9 and Jason X. Oh,
1: wow. And who, he played, who played Jason prior to that?
2: There's like, what is oh, this, 7? So of there's, six, there's six different actors who played oh. him before this. Yeah. Oh, Wow. So there was no, no carryover until he became this one. And so this one also, the thing that I love about this one is that it's my favourite Jason design. The The way, like, he's been in a lake for however many years. Yeah, so yeah, when yeah. he gets oh. out, you look at his back and, like, you can see his spine because it's, mm. melt, it's worn away because of the water. It's, you know, the mask is tight on his head because he's swollen mm. and bloated. Mm. And then there's yeah. a point where Tina rips his mask off and mm. he's all, like... And it's all pussy and gross, but it's not over the top disgusting. Like I agree.
1: Body I agree. Yeah, it, it was, was really, great. really well done. Like actually the face underneath the mask, yeah. um, and really then, well done. And I was like, that's legitimately creepy as well.
2: Yeah. In the last 15 minutes, the fight that he has with Tina is some of my, it is so much fun. And she's throwing nails at him and she sets him on fire and she drops a fucking house on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, it's a blast. And it's, you know, I, like I said, it's just there's so much fun to be had with these. It was like they're mm. all, I love the whole franchise. And mm, I, mm. to plug a different podcast, yeah. a friend of mine, Eric, who does uh, a, 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 I can't of the name of it now, but I'll remember it later. We covered. <laughs> Great plus. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah I, I, I'm <laughs> going to have to edit that in, I? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell
2: you it later. I'll feel bad now because um, I keep getting confused with a different one. Um, but we covered all the Friday the 13th films. Wow. And so we did Mm. all of them in a a bunch of episodes and we talked about, and I said to him, this is my favorite one. And he watched it and he goes, I can see why it's Mm. so much fun. And we just just looked at it like that. And, you know, they, they get more ridiculous as you go on and then, the next one is Jason Takes Manhattan, which is mm. one of the worst. Which entries. I mean,
0: even the name of it—that's <laughs> no, a Muppet film, right there. Jason Takes yeah, yeah. Manhattan. It's
1: mm. a Muppet but he
2: also—it's Jason Takes Vancouver because they couldn't afford to shoot in New York. Okay. <laughs> like I, the X Files.
1: You know, I was thinking that the other thing with this film is, even though it was ridiculous and silly, it was still like watching it the, the 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 plot line and the story um and the pacing was still actually done quite well like i didn't find myself watching it feeling kind of bored or feeling like hang on why is this happening no. or like no. what's this person's motivation i was like you know what this is this film actually hangs yes. together like yeah. i'm and that and that actually i think um is important even when it but comes it's economy to economy of
2: story too they don't fuck around like well that's no. it you're not, you're and i'm into it
1: and I think that's the thing with like silly films um, and ridiculous films. I love them, but I still need them to hang together as a film in a way that mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I can. I'm like, yep, yeah, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm on the ride for this. Um, and this was just, it was just so much fun and so silly. And oh my god, when she brings her dad back at the end, I was just, <laughs> I was just laughing. I was like, this is so ridiculous right? is and so amazing. Weird. Like, I want to know.
0: The introduction of her having powers, was that something new or yeah. was that yeah. just new to the franchise, a character yeah, being mm. telekinetic? So it's just blowing my mind. The original mm. story was this was supposed
2: to be the Jason versus Freddy film.
0: Mm. And wow, when they okay. couldn't
2: get the rights to that or when they didn't work out, they were talking about Jason versus Carrie. And, again, probably big rights issues because Carrie is their own thing. So yeah. they just pretty much just wrote a telekinetic character and it just works from there.
1: I'm kind wow. of glad that they didn't... Get the rights to Carrie because I feel like I'm not sure if I can imagine that crossover. They just feel like tonally very different. (laughs)
2: Very different. Yeah. yeah, Do you know what I mean? Like
1: Freddy versus Jason, it makes sense absolutely. Like, but but Jason versus Carrie, so that yeah, strange. But uh, I don't know. Maybe it's for the better because this just bringing in a telekinetic character is was just hilarious. Um, and I really loved that every time she had like a telekinetic. Moment, she either looked like she was having a really good orgasm or trying to do oh, a Oh, totally. She was like, yeah. like, <laughs> other than either the toes really were curling or she was like, trying to get oh, out. Yeah.
2: yeah. And when yeah. she was yes. throwing the TV at Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's.
1: Oh. That doctor, so so many times watching, it, I was just like, uh, as I said, sassing the movie and I was drinking. Yeah. So I was sitting there like, you know what, Dr. Cruz, you need to fucking step off. Like this guy, like he was just like such when he, a
2: when he throws the mum in front of him to kill Jackson's. <laughs> oh
1: my God. God. He is the <laughs> worst. He's the Absolutely. worst. Do you know Absolutely. what? It, that actually reminds me of an episode of Grey's Anatomy that I watched recently-ish where a guy comes He's into gonna the hospital. He's going to go and get a drink. No, no, no. <laughs> a guy comes into the hospital with his girlfriend and they're fighting because they got oh. attacked and he put his girlfriend in front of him in to block of him. him. And, like, they make up in the hospital, right, but then something happens in the hospital and he does it again. Yeah. And she's like, we're done. We're
0: <laughs> done. It <Everyone laughs> reminded me of that.
1: I was like, that's oh, just, my God. That's
0: just called not being I sexist, mean, Emma. <laughs> I just need to stress that Emma is talking about the episodes, the first of the three-part episodes leading oh, up to God. the season oh God, two finale Dean. of Grey's Anatomy. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Where wow. Uh, It ends with Burke I'm getting impressed.
1: shot. Uh, yeah, I'm this impressed. And, and this
2: is what a, I can do d- with Friday, Friday the 13th. Yeah. This is
0: impressing me. Yeah. 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 I, um, I can't. I still haven't look. Just for people working in a forward, past, future chronological or, chronological order. Chronological. I'm I'm editing editing the podcast <laughs> when they sti- as we go. <laughs> chronological the, the, the new season, the new <laughs> episode was on last night, and I still haven't watched it. In the history of the show, I, I haven't waited this long. This is wow. how important this podcast shame is. Shame you are on shaking. You, you are no, shaking. The like podcast got to say, is prioritized. I'm putting the podcast in priority. Well, I
1: feel, I think, yeah, I feel very special now knowing that you have, you've delayed watching Grey's fast. (laughs) You know what I
0: love the most when we're looking at slashes and talking about them and all of it is I forgot just how campy they were. Oh, yeah! How could you forget? I <laughs> know. Uh, I think because as a kid, um, we keep thinking that the the scream franchise was what reinvigorated um, horror in so many different ways. Mm. When actually, it, it reinvigorated a meta narrative in regards yeah. to it. Yes, yeah, so I would agree it, with that. Made made it have a nice little pop of heyday where everyone recopied that narrative for the next decade mm. or that tone and that poster and all those different things. But it, it worked so well that we sometimes forget mm. that the elements that it picks in every way, shape and form already existed everywhere.
1: No, absolutely. But we, but we
0: create this divide and, I mean, I know I do in my head and a lot of people I talk to, we create this divide where, like, Scream is the one where that restarted again when actually it's been there the whole time.
1: Yeah. Well, on that note... Uh, yes. Let's let's talk about our third film. Um, so our third film was my pick and it is Scream, none other than Scream. Um, Shori, do you want to hit us with the IMDb?
2: So uh, a year after the murder of her mother, a teenage girl is terrorised by a new killer who targets the girl and her friends by using horror films as part of a deadly game. Mm. Which Such is really only the film. first-ish kill. Such like, a good yeah. film.
1: Oh, it's brilliant. It's-, it's so good. And I think I, no, I don't think, I know, because I just listened to it. I, I mentioned in our very first episode of this podcast that this was, yes, I watched Child's Play when I was a kid and, and did, did my fear um, but when the first proper, proper horror movie I watched was Scream because this film came out it, i was the per- sure and i were talking about this because we're very very close in age um i, I we were the perfect yeah, age when <laughs> you're
0: so age of, when, of you.
1: <laughs> when 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 scream came out we were the perfect yeah. age like we we're 14 15 years old um mm-hmm. and i remember going to sleepovers um when i was around that age and the movies that were on very high rotation at every single slumber party were Scream and The Craft because both of those movies yes. came out and they were peak, yes. peak mid to late 90s films. Yeah. And honestly, uh, this movie scared me so much when I first—I can't even remember how many times I've seen it. Really? Um, it, oh. oh yeah. Well, because it was the first proper horror movie I'd seen, yeah. so it really scared me. It took me several watches to finally open my eyes wow. and watch the, the bit uh, where Drew Barrymore is hanging from the tree. Oh um, wow! Because this was the first—this was the first gore I had seen. I'd never yeah. seen anything like that um okay so this I have such nostalgic feelings about this film and as you touched on um earlier Dean this this film is also I think from a media studies perspective like it is such Mm. an important film because it's this really um meta film like that the film is um very aware of itself um the character's play with the idea of talking about tropes in horror films and if we were in a horror film, here's what would happen yeah. next. Um, you Some know, big it, city
2: girl who runs up the stairs sort of thing. Yeah, stuff. It, when yep. she should be running out love the front it. door. Exactly,
1: mm-hmm. exactly. And even even the the killer's MO, the fact that he calls and asks people about what their scary movies mm-hmm. are, it's all very this 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 very kind of meta narrative going on. I love and the I, bird in the background it sounded like a 100% did we need to keep that in um the birds are just getting in on the
2: podcast it's also a very gateway horror movie too because I'm sure at time when you know we're 15 years old you haven't seen the original Friday the 13th you haven't seen the movies that they reference, so it's like well now I need to see that movie I want to go and see or you've got Jamie Kennedy on the couch explaining the rules and he's talking about you know, Terra Train, and he's talking about Halloween. He's like, and, and they're, they're like, watching well, I ha- Halloween. I have to see all these movies now. You know, yeah, I, have yeah, to, yeah. I have to go and watch all these horror movies.
1: Well, and absolutely, that was one of the things that I, I remember specifically made me think that I wanted to watch Halloween because they're watching it at the mm-hmm. at the at the party. They're watching Halloween and he's 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 um fawning over Jamie Lee Curtis, which like oh, can you blame him? Aren't we all? <laughs> aren't we all? Yeah, exactly. I don't think it even matters if you're fucking gay, straight, queer, bi, whatever the hell he's you want to Jamie Lee Curtis is just for yeah. for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um but True um, lies,
2: true lies over here.
1: <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, that's just, gotta be that's gotta be an just elite. anything we, we, we and watch. everything. Honestly, so, I follow her on Instagram. I just
2: yeah for for me. So I know that people, you know, people talk about the first time they ever see a character in a film that they relate to. Mm. For me, I I am Randy. <laughs> I am. Yeah, you are. You are. 100%. The, the first time I saw, like, I was a. I've been a movie buff since I was very very little. I used to watch movies all the time. But this was the first time where I saw someone who. Like me, probably sat there and trolled through the IMDB trivia, watched as many movies as he could, watched all the horror movies, and I was like, This is me. This is wonderful.
1: I, yeah, it's I'm cool. finally represented. Yeah, it's so cool <laughs> watching a film where you're like, huh, that's that's yeah. like, yes, that's that's it, that's me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's and um, especially
2: around that time where I was a dorky teenager as well. It was perfect. You know, well,
1: it, it did really capture um a lot of the um you know, the typical <sighs> There's kind of typical teenage cliques around that time and the different kinds of, for lack of a better word, characters that you would find at at a -hmm. a typical high school. Totally. Um, uh, I think also uh, just just going back to this idea of Scream referencing other horror films, I think the other thing Scream does, and for a lot of big genres or even subgenres, say slashes, you'll see this happen every now and again. A film will come out, which is the film that, introduces a new generation to mm-hmm. that genre. Yeah. So yeah. it's because you're not going to get kids of, uh, of, well, not most kids, like there's always going to be exceptions, but for the most part, you're not going to get kids of a certain age going back and watching 20, 30-year-old films necessarily. And a you're film right. will come out that is the the sort of Kickstarter that, mm-hmm. that gets kids into this and gets them thinking about it. And as you say, Shori, it has then all these little references in it And they start to sort of go back.
2: Yeah. Um, But it still works if you don't know the references too. No,
1: absolutely. This is is
2: one I want to show to my daughter eventually when she's older. But the problem, and I think the problem is too though, is that going back to stuff like Friday the 13th, there's stuff that's probably not as appropriate in it too or not Mm, as accepted now. Whereas you show them Scream, there's not much, you know, especially in the 90s as well, there was a lot of, you know, very liberal homophobic slurs thrown around, mm. which is not in this movie. No. Yeah. And, you know, it's great. And the, I mean, to be fair. On like behalf of you, the whole gay community, thank you, Wes Craven. <laughs> but then also when you look at uh, Billy and Stu, when you're watching them towards the end, you go, "There's a, there's something going on there. You the way they sort of I never all over really each other thought and, about
1: that, but maybe you know, really? It's, mm. Oh, it's totally
2: homoerotic. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's very much so. It's it's the it's almost Ooh. the what's the um Silent Bob, Jay and Silent Bob hetero Life Mates sort of thing mm-hmm. as yeah, well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yep, but, yep, yep. So like
2: when we get into this movie, like this is you know, you have a massive celebrity who gets killed off in the
0: first fifteen minutes. Mm. And this, can I now? I just, I've, I've been, I need to jump in now. Just let's go. This is what's one of the thing I've let it keep on going. I love about this film. The casting is absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had no idea when watching it the first time that Drew Barrymore was going to be cast straight away. Like she every was on the element. Yeah, Yeah. she's on the poster. They took (laughs) all these elements in such a great way and you think she's a part of the story. She was doing interviews for the show, Mm -hmm. all of it, and then it's actually about the character that wasn't focused on as much Mm. in any way, shape or form because she's just from Party of Five, she's the real star. Mm. You know, she was the big name amidst all of these amazing actors Mm. that had a lot of TV work. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was just brilliant. But she's that that, and they it's just fantastic. And and that opening is amazing. Oh. Mm.
1: and that had rarely um, that that kind of approach where you've got this this character that you think of as the central character, or you know, like you say, it's 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 the character used in the marketing is actually killed off right at the start. Mm. Is very yeah. very rare. It has been so done, especially
0: now because of the way the media. Yes. you couldn't you couldn't yeah. keep it a secret. Yeah.
1: No, No, it's very, very clever um the way the way that they did that. But but yeah, across the board, just the casting is fantastic. Like whenever I revisit this film, it's still it still holds up. I still just really everyone is just fantastic in it.
2: My MVP is Matthew Lillard, though. He is Mm. a delight to watch this movie. And yeah. Him at the end, he is so fucking
0: good. Mm-hmm. He's I made the amazing. reference at the start
2: of the film, uh, start of the podcast, start of the film, start of the podcast with the you know, my parents gonna be so mad at me. Mm-hmm. When he's in that section towards the end there, and he's like, oh, I always had a thing for you, Sid. And mm-hmm. the way he's just so over he's the top brilliant. in a good way. Mm-hmm. He's bananas. Whereas, and it's good that him and Skeet Ulrich play off each other so well. Like yeah. Ulrich's going for the crazy, quiet, nut guy, and mm-hmm. Matthew Lillard is just over the top and yeah, like I've sat and watched, um, I watched the first one, then I watched Scary Movie, which mm-hmm. does oh, not really? hold up. Does not hold yeah, up okay. at all. Yeah, okay, I haven't and revisited is,
1: that for years. It is,
2: unfortunately, one big gay joke, that whole yeah, movie. Okay. it's yeah, And not it in is. a good way. It's not very
1: common. When you wrote
2: that on
0: Twitter, I was going to say something and I thought I'm just going to let it be because, yeah, it, it's it's just the whole punchline of their comedy is faggotry, and it was annoying. Yeah, it, that's exactly right
2: That's and that's exactly where it is. Um, but there's a part at the end where stew in scream is talking and he dribbles like while he's screaming <laughs> yes. something. and in scary movie towards the end of it one of the characters every time he talks he has that happen and it's like i get it for the it's funny the first time you've played the joke into the ground now yeah um,
0: but that's that. i mean that's that movie as well Let's yeah
2: but this scream is just there's just something about it that it works so well and it is you know it just shows that wes craven would, could you know he made this some of the scariest movies in the 70s when he made mm-hmm. yeah. Last House on the Left and he made The Hills Have Eyes. Then he made Nightmare on Elm Street, which is I iconic. I didn't know
1: he did Last House the on the Left and Hills yeah. Have Eyes. Oh yep. wow.
2: And then he makes Nightmare on Elm Street, which is one of the most iconic characters. And then he turns it all around and makes this. Yeah. Mm. Which is just
1: it's well, it's it just, a just perfect shows movie. his his breath you know, as a writer, yeah. like the ability to, and, and I think what it also shows is just how um, intimately familiar with the genre he is, that, mm-hmm. that he's able to work across um, different different kinds of manifestations of horror across different decades and and to really understand intuitively what audiences of a certain decade are looking for and what's yeah. going to resonate and what's going to work. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. I think,
2: too, that one of the biggest things, and it, it's like, I sat down the other day and watched all four screams.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Really? And okay.
2: I've, I only got to three and I just yeah. haven't been able to. Yeah. Four is probably my second favourite of all of them now, honestly. Mm. But one of my favourite thing about all four of them is, is that the, the female characters who are getting attacked are not helpless. They mm. yeah. all fight back. They kick the well, – honestly, in all four movies, Ghostface gets shit kicked out of him. I'm surprised yeah. he's still running around most of the time. But, you know, you look at it with, like, Sydney fights back. When Tatum's in the garage, she fights
0: back. And she stupidly goes through a... come to Tatum. I want to go yeah. to Tatum. Oh. Um, in all
2: of the movies, the female characters getting attacked, they fight back. They kick, they punch, they scratch. They all fight back. I think the only one who really doesn't is possibly Drew Barrymore. She fights
0: a little bit, but not as much as everybody else. Yeah. Mm. But, but she does Her do experience has been completely different. She is yeah. tormented differently, the boyfriend yeah, there watching true. him murdered. Exactly. So,
2: her so that's what I like. They're all they're all strong, very strong mm. female characters. They're not helpless. They're not, ah, and they're running along. Like some mm. of the, the 13th style when they're running off and they're, you know, girly, girly, high heels, breaking sort of stuff. They're
0: mm-hmm. strong females who could probably kick the shit out of anybody mm-hmm. at the time. And this is one of the things I love about Tatum. Even when watching it, Chris, my handmate was like, oh, my God, it's Paige. And I was like, how dare you? How dare <laughs> you refer to her? By her charmed name. It was just outrageous and annoying to me. But uh, she fitted this mould so well at mm. the time of, you know, not just going to be this helpless, stupid, stupid character and, mm-hmm. and was able to play it brilliantly, but also, yeah, the way she fights with the beer bottles and everything, it's fantastic. I just No, like don't kill me, Mr. Ghostface. I want to be in the
1: mm, sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. She just,
2: makes, she just makes one bad decision by trying to call through the doggy door. That was the only yeah decision she made.
1: Yep, exactly. And oh, I don't know if it's just me, but, like, those nipples... That scene! No. Oh my god! <laughs> Every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, for the love of God! I don't know what's happening. Are you not wearing a bra? Is it, you put it You're gonna you. put an on. Are they out. are they fake? Isn't it like was this done for for like for titillation? Like, do you know what I mean? Did they literally put I, like those little pasties in that make it look like you I think they absolutely put the yeah. pasties in I don't yeah. think there's think any way they yeah. couldn't
2: have yeah. I think it's another meta reference and that like look we're not going to show you TNA but hey here's the yeah. uh we're gonna you know have a bit of a laugh with this so but she turns around it's just obvious and you're like well <gasps> it's almost so obvious that it's got to be an in joke yeah.
1: I'm like yeah. I can't look at anything else like <laughs> they're just there
2: I'm, I'm gonna say I have my only problem with the movie watching it again is one of the worst line deliveries Towards the end, where Sydney and Billy are hooking up, and she drops the or even a good porno. And I'm like, that is it, just it just sits so cheesy now watching it. Like, everything else is so good. And then just the way she drops that, I
1: wonder if it's meant to sound cheesy though. Because in the first film, she's meant to be really innocent and Mm. you know, she's a virgin, and
2: it just made me laugh. Like, it was just that's
1: fair. You're watching
2: yeah. the whole movie, and there's such good dialogue, and the the delivery is great. And then she delivers that, and you just—it's almost like a record scratch. And ah! I,
1: I actually think that whole scene where he he um sneaks into her bedroom window, and they make out for a while, then they have at that the that that yeah that then they have that conversation when he leaves. Oh no, you're talking about the scene at the I'm end. No, he's talking about the, no, yes, no, talking talking about the, the scene at the yeah. end. See, yeah, see, I yeah. find this that scene at the start really cringy. Like their, is bit, yeah. interaction, i mean, this is really I'm like. Have you this watched
0: a... on YouTube? I love that we're just challenging it every way shape and form. Mm. have you actually watched on YouTube the audition tape for her as this? No. Oh, it's 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 beat for beat the film.
1: Wow. Okay. It's amazing.
0: Okay. Like, she- I'll check that out. She, and I mean, I love, I, one of the reasons why I love watching it is because you always get given this different pretext of what it's going to be like, you know, watching and auditioning and things like that. And she is beat. It was obviously like towards the final bit, like showing the mm. network and things, but she just nails it. And it Amazing. feels like I'm watching that film. It's great. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Okay, definitely going to check that out. Yeah. But, I mean,
0: yeah. and I know you've, you can be frustrated with little lines here or there, but the way they set up Woodsboro, you know, having yeah. mm. having Fonzie as the principal. Love him. You know, so and, and I still you Henry Winkler is going, a national oh, treasure. Mm. So true. But you watch it and go, hang on. So some of the death, even when we try to create a rhyme or reason to the death, knowing full well that there's not on every rewatch, it doesn't make a difference. You just mm-hmm. can't yeah, help but yeah. love it.
1: Oh, and how can we not mention the, the Freddy cameo? because that's yes. just fantastic, that, the That janitor. is Wes Craven. That yeah. is Wes Craven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I love it. But you know it. what?
2: We've gone through, this movie is so good and there is so much in it. We haven't even talked about Courtney Cox
0: and we haven't yeah, even talked about David. Oh, no, but I, it's no, just
1: because there's and so much I, that's good about it. Like, But yeah. I figured
0: we're about to is where my brain yeah. figured. Like we have to. Dale I mean, we Weathers yeah. is is the character for our times as far as I'm concerned. Yeah.
1: I love I just Yale. love her. And as as Dean and I have agreed that we feel the Best Gale hair in the entire franchise is the first screen movie. Absolutely. Um, if, you <laughs> dissa- if, you, if you disagree with us, let us know on our social medias and we'll tell you why you're wrong. So
2: yeah, just, exactly. Yeah, and if you say the third, if you say the third movie, you will be out. blocked.
0: Yeah. Blocked just, and reported. But, but Shory, you didn't later. agree when we were talking about this. You thought the second film hair was better. Oh no, I didn't no, I don't think I even said No,
1: anything. no, no. I think Shory just said Or was said, it someone else? I no. I said that the second film hair is very good when she has and the it's, streaks. It's close, it's close, but the but the I actually think that the coloring in the you know what, this is turning into such a gay conversation. No, but I love
0: it But <laughs> you have to because I agree in the exact same way. Like everything about Gail, the coloring, the tone, no, but that, like the in the first hair, film, it's like the, whole, it's fluffy,
1: the, the chunky blonde it's highlights, the it's fringe, hair, the whisky fringe, and it's like
0: newsreader, yeah,
1: even the makeup with that hair, like it's just. <laughs> like it's it's just perfection. You um, know, I, and, and it is even to
0: the point where you see the heel she's wearing when she steps in the blood of the cameraman. Yes,
1: and it's that gaudy yes.
0: colour. It's just. Oh the, my the God. Costumes. And it's I like the tacky, tacky suede material. Yeah. And and it's. I know sure is just laughing at us. I'm so glad but I'm not <laughs> the
1: only person that, like, no, that, no, no. that moment where she steps but in the blood, t- I'm t- just t- like, oh, that, that t- Everything about
0: her. Like, they it, they do it to a T to fit that tone and narrative. And remember, this was, what, season one of Friends or one? It would have been. 96. No, it would have been oh, a couple not. of years in. A couple of years into Friends?
2: Yeah. Friends was, like, 94,
0: wasn't it? Hang on. Get your Google out. I'm doing I, it.
1: I, I'm not the biggest Friends fan. So oh, I no, no. And, and I'm not 94. Friends no, I'm was
0: 94. So it was season four of Friends. Season mm. two. Uh season three, it would be. Yeah. And and she's just and she's in a huge streak in a way in shape and form. And to do that kind of look and tone, it's just brilliant. But also because the teens fit the narrative, but they don't in a certain mm. way. Having the juxtaposition of her and Dewey was yeah. amazing. Yep. A love story for our times, as far as yep. I'm concerned. And they they, all- they
2: are just brilliant. I'm going to go on record and I say I will fight anybody who doesn't like David Arquette because I love David Arquette. And after seeing his documentary called You Cannot Kill David Arquette, I have a lot more respect for the man and I also feel very sad for him.
0: Mm. Yeah. So I you, there's another documentary you mean, need to watch. I won't fight, but I would love to see anyone. He's brilliant. Like, how do mm. you yeah. not like him It's yeah. my mm. kind of take on it all. He's I don't just so know lovable. He's, he's, a, he's a lovable dork. 100%. And, yeah. yeah. And while you feel you're Randy, I feel I'm I'm Julie.
1: I don't think that I'm anyone in this film.
2: You can be Sydney.
1: Oh, um. I can I could be Sydney. <laughs> Thanks. I don't know, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not Sydney. Do you know what I mean? You, like I don't think I'm Sydney. Uh, no. I mean, I'm I'm uh, I'm
0: a bit more Gale when you really think about it. Let's be. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, maybe mm. if we
2: if we're going by this movie, you're probably. You're probably Ten. cross between Sydney and Tatum. I'll uh, give you I, that.
1: I wonder if you're a if bit I'm, sassier than Sydney. I'm possibly, I'm possibly true Barrymore's character. Oh, that's not good. That's not good. But it's, it's <laughs> at least probably, I'm around for the sequel. It's not ideal. <laughs> I'm probably Tatum. Yeah, no, I'm probably Tatum. I do tend yep. to wear a bra, but I, I <laughs> and,
0: mean, but also, you're also like no, the, no shade if you want to get you.
1: around, if you want to get around without a bra and your nipples sticking out. More, I do it all the time.
0: More but I do feel like the sassiness of you would fit with Tatum. Do you know what I mean? Yes, mm. like no, I do think so. The strong like, woman, she's, not sassy in a bad way, but like
1: she's, she's sassy. Oh, sassy's never very bad. strong. She's sassy and she gets along uh, with the guys, but she's also very femme presenting. She's she's yeah, yeah she's your third wave feminist character. That's <laughs> yeah, true. no, I that's love it. That's Tatum. Tatum. yeah,
0: yeah, love
1: it. Well, what, what
2: more else can we say about Scream? It is a perfect movie. And it is
1: amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it really I is. If you haven't out. seen it, I don't even know what to say.
0: Seriously, thank Just you and and for reporting. I mean it was one of those films as well where I knew we were going to be talking about it, but I don't oh. know when. And yeah. thank you. There was no way we in were all, going it, to talk about in it. In all honesty, like I picked an obvious one that sits well, but I was just blown away by both your choices today. And and <laughs> this is the week where I've absolutely needed slashes. And yeah, I watched yeah. in the order of Scream, Freddie, Jason. Same. And and watching it that way, oh my God, Jason was just the ride I needed after <laughs> I can't stress it enough.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Absolutely.
1: Well, that has been so much bloody fun. Ah, I didn't even <laughs> ah! mean to make a pun then, but there you go. So much bloody fun, and there's going to be more bloody fun tomorrow.
0: Yeah, there will. We'll see you yeah.
1: then. See you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.
2: Hey, everyone. Shori here. Um, just dropping you some recommendations for my favourite subgenre of horror, the slashes. Uh, look, we covered Friday the 13th and we covered Nightmare on Elm Street, which are all fun. Uh, Halloween's a bit up and down, but uh, definitely check out at least the first one. Um, Stuff like uh, My Bloody Valentine is really fun. Uh, I haven't seen the remake, but the original is great. Uh, And um, there's stuff like Urban Legend, a really fun 90s slasher, uh, which uh, which has a really good cast. So uh, I hope you enjoy those recommendations. Hey, guys, uh, the poll for our 31st movie is closing soon, and I think you need to vote for my movies. Uh, You would have heard which three I picked and the other two, their picks aren't so good. So pick my movies and uh, I'll be happy. Thanks. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye.